Pinikora, Ares, Kahile, Sulia, Erangetal, Shesis, Minlam, a week as a goal of us on Firkin Fulcher Shah. When Johas had a Magoni ve a glock on, is a coluk for us, Felia Mahalin, a clock on. Minister, Chairs of Distinguished Guests, Dear Friends, it's a very, very great pleasure to be here this afternoon and also it's always a pleasure to come to Clifton but this is a very special occasion and I want to thank you for inviting me to be part of the celebrations of 40 years of Clifton Community Arts Festival. Looking at the programme this year, it's a truly extraordinary, deep, marvellous programme across all of the arts. I think it was when I think back on those 40 years ago to 1977, it was a very interesting time in relation to the arts in Ireland. I rather think, uh, when I look back on it now, uh, that the arts have a very high period in the long history of Ireland in the 6th and 7th century, and then there is a period in which they go into valleys of appreciation and valleys of neglect. But in the 1970s, we were just after a very extraordinary debate I recall it very well. I was part of an organisation at the time called Creative Arts for Everyone, Sandy Fitzgerald and others, and some people were working on community arts through the Combat Poverty Programme, which came into existence in 1974-1975. We had a real debate, and the debate was really about the nature of creativity. And that beautiful word in Irish is crohiocht, and there was a marvellous report which would go on to influence nearly everything I did myself when I was Minister for Arts, Culture and the Celtic between 93 and 97. And that report was the, the Benson Report, produced by Kieran Benson. And that made a statement. It said that creativity was social. The philosophy behind it was that every child was creative. And therefore there were things when people did them together, released an energy into creativity which would be available to every citizen. And the other side of that argument was that if you went down that road, you would somehow or another uh, be reducing the quality, the excellence of art. Because after all, people suggested if you had to pay to go into something, and if in fact you made your bejeweled presence at it, a matter of commentary that is somehow or another superior to, uh, to community arts, which was seen as just that bit too democratic. Uh, we had that debate all around the place, I remember, and uh, you community arts officers were being appointed by local authorities, sometimes with more enthusiasm than others. I remember Helen Bygrove, for example, uh, we had murals in schools which people thought was sitter. I remember people describing it, that's Michael D and his murals. <laughs> but, uh, 
uh, we also had an attempt to introduce people in terms of music. I remember we had a horse box in which we used to carry a piano, bring it to places for performances, then get it tuned, and then you'd have the performance and so on. But when I look back, when I think 40 years afterwards, it's it's always very important to acknowledge in relation to arts and culture that none of the effort ever, none of the what is achieved falls from the sky. It comes about by vision and it comes about by hard work and preparation. And that is the case in Ireland. And frankly as well, I remember very, very well, it was, I had Footspan's arrival in Galway 30 years ago had a, a revolutionary effect in relation to the arts. Now you are seeing, as it were, not only appreciation of the arts rising, but also found performance at international level. They could go anywhere, and they're here in Clifton tonight, which is excellent. So therefore, I think that all of this is really important, and therefore when I pay tribute, and when you pay tribute to people like Brendan Flynn for having the vision and also the committees who supported him over the years. It's so important to do that because somebody had to make a start and the community had to give support and they did it again and again. And as you've heard, there were very, very many people who are no longer with us uh, who participated early on. The word community was terribly important in it all because as I've said, there was that choice you had to make up your mind. There's a huge difference, for example, between wanting every child to have access to a musical instrument or to hear the very best of piano music. And the old days that it was where you drove your daughter or your son to the piano saying, the piano will stand to her. I think uh, for once arts became involved in the community, it wasn't easy. I remember in Galway, for example, in many cases, the very early days we had some difficulty in persuading the shops to let the festival parade go down the street. Uh, I, I therefore always think it's important to pay tribute to those who uh, would be a kind of a crowd and cater who were actually opening the furrow of all of this for us and Brendan Flynn was one of those and all those who supported him. Uh, the word community itself as well, very often, ever si- and indeed since I have used it myself when people speak about our score, Kayla, Warren, Athene, the word community, or in beautiful word in Irish, Kolluder, I think that one of the most interesting things about uh, Kolluder, I remember writing in a poem once about it, uh, is true It is very interesting, is, is that at certain times in the history of countries and so forth, you will find when people are threatened by an external disaster or when a great tragedy has come, people will rise to the occasion, um, a death at sea or something like that. But it was quite a revolutionary moment in Ireland when people would gather together for the sheer joy of hearing excellence in music, looking at the visual arts, looking at performance. It was, as I say, a kind of recovery of something that had been very old and very ancient. And that's the importance of the arts uh, and culture. I think the fact that when it got the, the idea of working together 
working together, if you were talking about theatre performance in those days through the 70s and 80s, you would mean, for example, arriving ahead and sweeping the floor and rolling out the rubber carpet so that all the chairs wouldn't rattle together. And I remember well then when 20 years later, after that period of the 70s, when they were spending the European Union money, in fact, actually about 130 million around for venues all around the country, they were described by some commentators as white elephants that no one would go to. They are today totally crowded facilities requiring refurbishment and extension. So in other words, there was always there in the hearts of people and in their instinct a great appreciation for things cultural and things artistic. But somebody with inadequate resources and in threateningly short facilities had to make a beginning. And the Irish people were very, very good at that. Brenda Flynn's committee had, from the very beginning, it invited very, very clearly, it sought from the very beginning in invoking this word community uh, to have the support of everybody. The word, when it's set in the Clifton Community School itself, Many of you, not many of you, delighted to see so many younger people here, will remember we had the debate we had about the concept of a community school itself. The concept of community and community schooling was that it would welcome people of every disposition and of all classes into participation in education. But therefore, when it would start off then, you needed the, the support of the businesses. It was sought and it was offered. I remember uh, all of this. I had been coming to Clifton for the first time. Uh, I came to, to m quite regularly from about 1969 on uh, with all of my subversive political messages at the time. But the fact is, is that uh, I lived in Clifton uh, for uh, most of the year, in the year 1979, and visiting uh, somebody who was a great supporter of this festival, my, my dear friend Frank Kelly from E.J. Kings, and I'm glad Malachi is here. And, and then as I look back over those years, one of the things that I have to say tonight is, is that uh, how um, much the sp I think that the spirit of all those who supported here, including the great and wonderful Seamus Shemsini and others who regularly, regularly, just generously shared their great wonderful talent with everybody. I think uh, that support that has been available has been terribly important. The school was also very important because a principled decision was taken by the principal, if I may give a tortuous sentence, and it was that, uh, that the school would be involved. So the students have been involved every year, and that has been very, very important. They, have, for example, not just the experience and joy of a successful event being organised, but also of meeting and seeing performance. Uh, performance is wonderful. Performance is life-changing. And I think that they seeing what happens as the artist gives generously and the reaction and how it in fact involves the public was a truly liberating experience for them. I think that over uh, the motto over the doors of Clifton Community School, as it was then, had been placed by Brendan, and it said, the mind altering alters all. 
Now, that was a very provocative statement in many cases, because there were some people who would have been very happy to have their minds not opened at all. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, is that we were uh, dealing with new generations who are coming. And the people who have come through Clifton Community School have gone on to different areas of life. And they have been able to embrace writing, embrace music, embrace performance confidently as a result of what they experienced here. Life is a process and this year's, I have this year's programme, I can't go into it because I, there's so much in it that is rich and I don't want to, to, to privilege some artists at the expense of others but only say um, what you have seen after the 40 years uh, is not just all the different arts coming to live side by side with each other and in a community setting and in an open accessible way, music and the visual arts and the spoken word, but also it has engaged some of the things that are very important. Leo is here, Leo Halasibar, who has done so much work on landscape. There's the magnificent work of Tim Robinson. There's landscapes from Big D from which I've just come. They're all there. But I think that what you're now seeing, this is a complete vision of what Irishness is. I sometimes think as well when, when uh, people are unsettled about uh, heritage, and that I, I said to Tim Robinson earlier, I remember saying, talking about a poem I'd written about ruined houses, that we're all on the way to being a ruin. And being able to uh, uh, being able to to live with time and respect time and respect space and res that is when you are taking all of the environment into you. that you see the great connection there is between spirituality and ecology and uh, ethics and all of that. I wanted to say that because it isn't just another successful event happening after 39 previous successful events. The inter-philosophical thrust of 40 years of having a festival like the community, Clifton Community Arts Festival is terribly important. I think this year too, it extends all the time. You will have people, uh, uh, you have, I think, Roy Foster giving a, giving a lecture. My friend, dear friend for so many years, Garrod Othuhig has been here. And what's very, very important is we realise the change nature of historiography. We're just after a period of year where we were celebrating the founding moments, some of the founding moments of our state. We just through 2016. Regularly during that period as President of Ireland, I invited people to respect complexity and to engage with what I called an engagement with the ethics of memory. The memory remembering is bringing events and people alive. And the act of commemoration, inevitably involving an act of selection, can be used in an inclusive or even a destructive way. And therefore it is very important, as we now face into the next five years in which we will celebrate the Sinn Féin election and the response to it in Britain, the also the, we will look at the War of Independence and the Civil War, the foundation of the state, once again will be tested ethically in relation to our willingness to allow all of the complexities, the untold stories, the understories, the very, very harrowing 
wrongs which were committed and both sides and so forth, that will test us. In doing that, the idea, in fact, of respecting the arts and culture is a powerful preparation, I believe. And I think, and I've always believed, that the instinct for decency in relation to the act of remembering itself is powerfully present in the Irish psyche. I think uh, as well that when you look at the, the at all of it and how uh, it all st it all comes together, there are great changes happening. For example, in relation to music, it's one of the most magnificent things now. When I go to the to the the, the, the annual fla and so on, you will find senior musicians, long practice musicians, welcoming new people into sitting on the session with them. And that in itself is wonderful. And the Ireland that is emerging is an Ireland of diversity, an Ireland of where people have come and are speaking. I've seen people from Asia who are speaking and learning the Irish language, playing Irish music in a new and particular way. And that reminds us that more Irish have always lived abroad than have lived in Ireland. And where they have gone and engaged with other cultures, they have brought back their own culture in enriched, brought it all back home to us. So this year's festival, as I've said, it's, it's a powerful preparation for our conscious, generous living together. And that's the importance of arts and culture. And it is very important, I say it as a person who had formal responsibility in this area, it's very important not only to live with the benefit of such what I have been describing, it becomes an obligation of both state and citizens to make a life working in the arts possible. It raises the issue not just of provision for young and emerging artists, but also for the security of older artists, and also for the ability to have it recognised once and for all that people would no longer be asked the question that you might have been asked a half a century ago, but what's your real work? fact of the matter is that it is work of the most important kind. And I want to say something as well which is very interesting about it is the more of it all happening in the public space is important. It is when things become commodified. This is why it, the wonderful pleasure it is as we go by the National Gallery in Dublin for example to see all the people piling into something which took six years to produce to the standard that it is now and all of this what happens in the public world what we do publicly together is terribly important and that gives meaning to phrases like festival community and so forth when they're running really well like in the commune in the Clifton sense they're never events there are professional skills associated with event management and event production, but there's much more to it than that. There has been at the Clifton Community Arts Festival. Again, in relation to that public engagement with public issues and public themes, that was the importance of such as Footspan over 30 years ago. And something very important is happening in Ireland, and that is we've never had so many people writing poems, writing prose, writing novels, painters, sculptors, dancers, which was, I think, one of the ones we needed to privilege, particularly contemporary dance, 
writers, playwrights, filmmakers, actors, musicians, artists who are working graphics, multimedia artists, all artists of the highest calibre. That is a fantastic, powerful resource to our people at the present time. And I think if we share, when in so many other ways, and I'm finishing this to say this, I remember many, although during those years going to Scotland, uh, and when Raymond Williams was giving one of his very last papers, which gave the title, Be the Arrow, Not the Target. And he spoke about what I know he was concerned about in that very last paper he gave, is that people would become passive rather than active. And that's why he gave the title of his paper, Be the Arrow, Not the Target. Instead of just being half-dead, half-conscious consumers of commodified product produced elsewhere and inviting you to a kind of sameness that denied your very expression and uniqueness. The idea of the performed act, the idea of being able to release yourself in it and take joy from it was terribly important. Of being active in relation to culture rather than passive in relation to consuming what would later be called cultural product. The work of the imagination is valued in Ireland. That is one of the great strengths of Ireland. And that is why I think governments and local authorities and private entrepreneurs and others will have the support of public when they support the arts. And I think that to make and to enjoy art is at the heart of the human condition. In the history of the 19th century, when people were travelling uh, through Ireland and so forth, they frequently described how somebody would stop harvesting when a person would play music or when a person would sing a song. And there were always times when a person would stop, when a person would deliver a poem or whatever. And that is an incredibly important thing. And they would refer to someone as the handicap. They wouldn't actually say... Did you hear he's made a billion acquisition in uh, his 1,000 property? They would say, Vishy Marfargon Aron. He was a man without a song. And it was very, very important, this notion of what is valuable in, in our life. I think that I wanted to say this that the artists are terribly important. I remember when Brendan Flynn was organising these different areas, and I remember saying to myself as I was writing my notes, which I now mostly have ignored for this evening, uh, um, saying to myself that, uh, 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 that uh, Ishiguro heard that he was going to get the Nobel Prize when he was uh, uh, reading at the Clifton Arts Festival. And I said that maybe I should say that people thought it was worthwhile trying for the Nobel Prize so that they could get to the Clifton Arts Festival. <laughs> but, but I think... Uh, <laughs> Which, uh, uh, I, I do want to, to pay tribute to three slim le prendan, as Nihuan le prendan, Akietsan, Via Kaurelesh, Horn of Lianta, Lok Takir, Tankursen Halini, Marvisha Tovult, and Nihuan the Clock on Nudagalia, on Nodirinak, Vigne, Idran Shunte, Ebwint, Leshek, Shinnefoy, Grevna Halon, Terit, Egirk, Chiak. I offer my heartfelt thanks and congratulations to the organising committee, not just of this year, but over all of the years. And to all of the visitors who come, uh, you have to be extraordinarily careful in Clifton. 
because it exercises a strange spell over people. You will have life-changing experiences here. And some people have come to Clifton. Uh, it goes a long time ago when I think, for example, it is good to see doing so well. Mirish McGonagall's lovely drawings of the, this town nestling in the hills with the twin spires and so on. May you enjoy all your time and all your days in Clifton, which you are very privileged to be coming at a time when, in fact, one of the finest expressions of the arts, both locally, nationally and internationally, has been provided for us by excellent people. Thank you so much for inviting me to open the festival this year.